So are we going straight to that gay bar Pernilla's Yacht after this for cocktails or like when do we go? I think we start at Pernilla's Yacht and then we end up in the Scorpions living room. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that seems like a very that's natural a good, progression. It's a good gay bar crawl for tonight. Right? I like okay, it. Great. Yeah, yeah. Good. Hey, Julian Benzavalli. Hey, Patrick Hines. Fam, before we get to the show, we have a lot to talk about. More than just Pernilla's yacht. We have a lot going on. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. She's crying Cosmos. Parched. Fam, our new merch is now live. So you've been waiting for the merch drop. It's happening. It's here. We got sweatshirts, t-shirts, mugs, stickers, all the phrases you wanted us to get on the stuff you want to drink out of. Yeah. And look, there's always more merch in the works. So we're working yes. on it. But we're really, really excited about this drop. Let me tell you the one I'm the most excited about. We are dropping some pride stuff. And we yes. incorporated... A Stonewall thing with TCO Pride. I want you to go check it out. TrueCrimeObsessed.com. Click on the merch store link. It's such good stuff. Also, yeah. reminder, we are playing London. What's the day we're playing London, girl? 22nd July. July 22nd for us dumb Americans. But yes. it's the 22nd day of July. Look, there was a minute we thought the whole thing sold out in like in an hour. There are still seats available. All you got to do yes. is go to TrueCrimeObsessed.com. Click on the CS Live link. London is turning out in droves. I have not seen a continent more excited for something than than. I can't even think of another example. Yes, and it's not just London. There are people who are booking trains and flights from other parts of Europe. It's really wild. We are so, so, so excited. I'd like to go on the record and point out that, no, I don't think London is a continent. Okay. Oh, yeah, you better get that. <laughs> set that record straight now. Also, lastly, you need to be listening to Let the Women Do the Work, Jillian's new podcast. Oh, yeah, I hope so. It's right in your TCO feed, so it's very easy. You also get the ad-free versions on Patreon, so it's like we're making it as simple as possible for you to listen to it. I hope you love it. This whole new podcast series is, is reframing true crime cases around one of the women involved. So, so far, we've released episodes about Lori Davis and the West Memphis Three, Connie Walker and the missing and murdered indigenous women. We have so many more coming up. We've got Rabia Chaudhry. We have Roberta from Lula Rich. Yes. We have names that are familiar to you and maybe names that are not so familiar to you. But I promise you, the stories are riveting, if I do say yes. so. So it's every Thursday for 10 weeks. Just go check it out right here in the TCO feed. And that's it. I'm, I'm thirsty. It's time. Time for happy hour at Pernilla's Yacht, the gay club. It's always happy hour with Pernilla. Let's go. Let's do this. Previously on Tinder Swindler, yep. Celia went to the most popular newspaper in Norway. And BG. Was like, I think it stands for very good. Right. It does. Yep. Let's just say. Um, <laughs> and she's like, I have all this shit on this guy who's done this before and he's yep. done it to me. Is this anything? And yep. they're like, hell yeah, it is. But like, once again, she's giving them the entire WhatsApp communication for like, they were only in a relationship for a month. It feels like 10 years. Right. But it's all like sexy videos. And like, I love, she's and like embarrassed, but she's like, you know what? Fuck it. We got to fucking get this guy. If it means seeing my boobies, it means seeing my boobies. Fine. Because Erland, he's an investigative journalist, and he's like, everybody, shut up, relax. This is great, but we need documentation. And, you know, we can't do anything. And then Celia cuts him off, and she's like, you mean like this? I know. And it's like thousands and thousands <laughs> of pages of him, like, yelling at her and demanding money. But this, this is stuff. where we see the video of him in the shower. It's oh. not, like, hot or anything. No, it most certainly is not. But you know what is hot? Erland. I think Erland, the reporter, is actually very hot. And you know who I think agrees with me? Pernilla. I have a theory. I have you a theory. Do? I think that maybe Erland and Pernilla did a little kissy-kissy, touchy-touchy. Your shoulder action is going <laughs> crazy right because now. It's none of my business and it doesn't matter. Exactly But, right. like, they meet real quick and it's very intense and we know she likes an intense guy. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I missed all of that. <laughs> we'll talk about over cocktails at Pernilla's Yacht, oh the new gay bar. <laughs> But the point is, with yeah. these texts and the audio and the video, they can follow how this all developed in real time, the entire relationship. It was only a month. It wasn't that long. So, like, that's actually the perfect amount of time for the story. Right. And what they discover is... He's extremely professional in what he does. The first date was a good way to lure her to believe that he was really successful. This is an emotional con. He was promising so much an apartment together, vacations, building a family together. We all hate to say it, but yeah. he's good at this. He yeah. had a pattern. So the first date proves he's successful, right? With the and private jet. Rich, 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 rich. Right. The Four Seasons, the Rolls Royce, the private jet. All that. All of it. And he does the same thing with everybody. Yes. Then, like, the they call it the emotional con yep. ensues. And so he promises her the world, family, a life together. That's what that drink at the Four Seasons was about. What do you want out of a relationship? Right. And then he promises her all of it. You know who used to do that? Who? Charles Manson. Oh, God. He would be exactly. Speaking of short. Ex- <laughs> 
<laughs> shitty dudes all around. Totally. Great hair, but otherwise. He would probably want to be best friends with Putin. Totally. <laughs> Just saying. That makes um, sense. Right? But yeah, he used to find, like, if you hated authority, which almost they all uh-huh. did, that, or if you had daddy issues, you'd be, or, which I hate that term, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I've never heard you say that before. I didn't like hearing you say it. I'm just quoting other people. I don't like it at all. Strike it from the record. Anyway, he would find exactly what you want and then give it to you, right? Uh So then after a month, Simon asks for money for the first time. So he's been using that first month to make whoever it is fall in love with him, prove that he's rich, make her afraid of the enemies. And that's a big thing. It's like not just about making her fall in love with you, making her afraid. And also like to make it seem like there's no reason to believe you won't pay her back because the amount always starts small. Yeah. And it seems like he's got plenty of money. He's surrounded by lots of people, right? We talked about that last episode. Right. This has to be legit. He's got the business partner, the bodyguard, the lady who's like the mother of his kid. But then the I... The kid. The kid. But then I say like, how far does this conspiracy go? Because he's surrounded by so many people. I imagine this two-year-old, like when no one is looking as like chain-smoking cigarettes is totally yes. on the take. Yes, like that scene in Next The Simpsons. Next time it's gonna cost you a hundred thousand, Simon. That's right out of The Simpsons. <laughs> Simpsons. It's like someone played Lisa and then he rips her head off and it's some old guy chain-smoking. <laughs> That's exactly who that is. It's like, did you hire that two-year-old? That two-year-old's real fucking hard to work with. Oh my God. Attitude on that. Rat. Anyway, Celia learns that one of the women that put him away for the first three years is the same woman that was on the jet with me. The same woman that has a child with Simon. How on the fucking earth were you a victim? You were standing at the trial back in 2016, putting him to jail, knowing that he had lied to you. And suddenly, three years later, you're sitting on a private jet with Simon. The mother of his child that was on the private jet with Celia. So as the recap, Celia found that article about those three Finnish women. They didn't have the names. Somehow the journalists get the names of the women who had had this done to them. The journalist gives it to Celia and says, like, do you recognize any of these women? They Google the women, and one of the women that pops up is the mother of the kid who was on the first date with the kid. Yeah, and she was like... At the trial, she helped put this guy away. And Celia's like, how were you a victim? Yeah, this is a thing that doesn't make any... We don't really get any answers on this. Like, we see that she was part of the trial that put him away. But then, after he got out of prison, had a baby with him, and was on the flight with Celia... Like, con, so like, obviously, like part of the con? Yeah, like, she had been conned for probably a lot of money, and now is, like, helping him con other women, and we never learn more. Right. So this article in Finnish that Celia found... Like, it's not Simon Levive. He's under a different name. Right. So to us, it's like, this is an open and shut case, obviously. It's obviously the same person, but the journalists need evidence for that? Yeah, what? (laughs) No, we love evidence. But at the time, they're like, we just need really solid connections that these two guys are the same. They are. Right, and Simon. They are. Let's get some proof. Right, and so they're both from Israel, so they recruit an Israeli journalist named Yuri to help them out. I'm obsessed with Yuri. So we contacted this journalist called Yuri. Uri finds out the last known address for Shimon Hayut. We need to go to Israel. We're driving towards the outskirts of the city. We see more narrow streets, smaller apartment buildings, and a lot of ultra-Orthodox Jews. This was the total opposite of how he wanted to present his life in social media. They get the address, his, like, last known address, right? Right. This guy, Simon, who was going by another name. Yeah. They get his last known address. It's on the outskirts of Tel Aviv in some shitty, bad neighborhood. Opposite of the insta-life. This is the guy that's been flying on the private jets and the champagne and Mykonos and all that. Yuri takes them to the door of the apartment where they find a collections bill. It's amazing. There's a letter (laughs) from the Simon stuck to the door. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, what's that? They're, like, investigating it. Yeah. This woman comes up. You guys. This is unbelievable. Simon's mother, yes. and they're like, hey, uh, for no reason at all, uh-huh. do you know where your son Simon is? Yep. And she goes, I have no idea, but if you see him, let me know because he owes me money. <laughs> and, I'm like, and they're like, oh, here's your debt collection letter. The thing is, this is where this movie becomes an investigation in real time yeah. because this is like actual footage that was shot by the journalist. The mom is first yelling at them for being there, then yelling at them for like, if you find him, he owes me money. And then she's like, I haven't seen him since he was 18 years old he changed his name no one has seen him since right and they're like okay okay so good enough for us thank you so much <laughs> they go right to local police yeah turns out the local police have also been looking for him yes and they learn that he's been a fraudster since his late teens back in 2011 simon was suspected of stealing a check from his employer and he moves on to other stolen checks and forged checks 
Simon was supposed to meet in court, but he fled the country. He would, like, flee the country to avoid court appearances. He would fake passports. Yeah. And he's wanted in Israel right now to stand trial. They're actively looking for him at the time this is being filmed. And I'm just, part of me is like, wait, this guy, like, not only did he get away with these crimes in Israel, he's now, like, living like a billionaire, never getting caught. Tinder is a fucking jungle. How does this not happen every day? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But you know? And especially that he did get caught, was sent away for three years, yeah. and is like a convicted felon. Right. And is out doing the same thing again. That is re- That really breaks the brain. Um, and like he had to like forge a passport. That's like worse Several. than- Several. That's like worse than mail fraud, which we know is the worst crime you commit, worse than murder. Remember that guy? He was like, that's the postal service. How dare you? You go to jail for like 11 years for like faking a stamp or whatever. Don't or, do like, it. Or like opening someone else's mail. Oh my God. Yikes. God, you have a death wish? I have a confession to make what i've done that before i don't know her i don't know her if something says like my name on it sometimes i've opened it like hey i'm gonna open this okay and he says yes oh my god that is so scary yes uh so cut to pranilla yeah she sent him 30 grand yes and she's giving him he wants another 10 grand yeah but he's like don't worry don't worry you gave me 40 i'm gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars back and again he does that thing where he sends a fake bank slip so he's like the money's out of my account it should be in your account a couple days pernilla is over the moon this means at least two more weekends in mykonos of, yeah. she's like thank you thank you thank you you're being so generous oh my god i sent the wire transfer the bank made a mistake yeah but then the money of course never arrives and he He's like, look, unfortunately, the bank wants me there physically with my lawyer to sign some few other papers. I need to fly and I need to fix it up. I want to ask you a a favor. So I pay for these flights on my American Express card. I need to go back to Amsterdam to, like, take care of this in person. Can you book me a couple flights? And Pernilla does it. And she books him flight after flight after flight. But at the same time, she's panicking. She's in a ton of debt. She needs to pay bills. And he's like, I'm trying. I can't get into account because my enemies probably. Probably my enemies. The money just never comes. And, like, this is where we start to hear her voice memos. She's crying. I was just in at the bank and they can't find any transfer. And that I need to pay my bills. I'm really freaking out. I'm panicking. Like, I got myself in so, so much trouble right now. I guess you get to a point where you're like, I'm in so deep. I guess I got to keep going in the unlikely event that he actually is going to pay me because back. Because he's like, I can't get into an account because of my enemies, probably. Uh-huh. So why don't you fly to me and I'll give you a watch worth a hundred grand? So he has money for that flight, doesn't he? I, right, How exactly, interesting. Exactly. So the journalists start looking into the names on the flights, right? From Celia's bank statements. Because yeah. Celia, all they do is pay for flights and that's all fucking documented, you idiot. Exactly. So the journalists, through looking through Celia's documents and all the bank statements, they find Pernilla. Yes. And they Facebook message yeah. <laughs> So Erland, the reporter, finds Pernilla in Simon's documents. Right. He sends Pernilla a Facebook message and was like, hey, we're looking for this guy, Simon, who also goes by this other name, who's ripped off all these women for millions of dollars. Pernilla is in the middle of getting ripped off by this guy when she gets this message. I panic. I thought it was going to pass out. I forward the message straight over to Simon. She messages Simon immediately. immediately. And I'm like, Pernilla, no! Because the message was basically like, hi, journalist for VG Magazine yeah, or whatever. Very, it stands for very good. Can you please confirm that your friend Simon is stealing money from you and is a total fraud? <laughs> Thanks so much. Like, they don't really know. ask her. They're just like, this is what's happening. Can you confirm? So Simon calls her. He's like, it's just my enemies. Don't worry. And it's not I real. I hear the word enemies but one more time. Then Erland gets on Facebook. Like, you can call people on Facebook Messenger, apparently. I guess. So Erland calls her. She hangs up with Simon, gets on with Erland and this is where I think there's a love connection. Because he flies to see her. He says, can I come meet you today? And she says yes. I just think there was some energy back and forth. I wouldn't be mad at it. None of our business, but I wouldn't be upset about it. Erland's hot. She's hot. He loves Mykonos. She loves Mykonos. Yeah. Who doesn't love Mykonos? Pernilla's yacht, you know? So Pernilla, through this conversation, Pernilla learns about Celia and she's like, okay, I love her already. Can't wait to be her best friend, but there's got to be more women. When he tells me about this Norwegian girl, I'm starting to realize that the amount of money that she have lost doesn't add up to the lifestyle that he has been living because there's an extreme amount of money that has been spent. This must just be the tip of the iceberg. 
the amount that Celia gave Simon isn't even close to the money that it costs to have that amazing summer in Europe. That Pernilla was there for. Exactly. And meanwhile, Simon believes that Pernilla believes Simon. Yes. He doesn't. Acting. Right. Simon doesn't know that Pernilla now fully believes the journalist and knows it's all a fraud. And she's being nice to him to get more information. Hold on to that. We'll do more. Exactly. Of it. But Erland is like, oh my God, Pernilla, you gorgeous, gorgeous beauty. Totally. You're right. This is a Ponzi scheme. Yes. So, like, you know that saying, robbing Peter to pay Paul? Right. He's robbing Celia to pay Pernilla and robbing Pernilla to pay whoever. Not it's to just, pay them, but to, like, go I mean. out on the town with them I'm and to make it I'm just using the robbing Peter to yeah. pay Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's because, like, to be clear, money. he's not paying anybody back. No, he's just using the money to yeah. fly them to Amsterdam to lie to them or right. pay for the Mykonos trip or whatever. So he made it all look like he can say, oh, I was just borrowing money. Or they just gave it to me because, remember, all of these credit cards, everything is in Celia's name, Pernilla's the name. The loans for cash, it's all in these other people's so names. So on paper, it looks like me, Celia, or me, Pernilla, I should be so lucky to be both of them, said, take this money. It's totally. yours. So on paper, it looks like he, he wasn't stealing anything. They willfully gave him that money. And so Erland, to his girlfriend, Pernilla, is like, do you happen to know where he is? I don't just only know where he is. I am booked on a flight to go and see him tomorrow. He's in Munich. In less than 10 hours, we need to be in Munich. We're all going to Munich! We're all going to Munich, everybody! Get your carry-on! <laughs> Munich is the Mykonos of Germany, as they say. As, as they Pernilis. say. If yeah. Pernilis says it, I believe it. If she's gone, I'm gone. Oh my God, Operation Munich. Operation Munich. <laughs> so they're in Munich and Pernilla realizes she's like totally down for the party of taking down Simon. But yeah. she's like, what I'm doing is actually really dangerous. Yeah, because she wants to help, but she's going to be like the decoy. The idea is that she's going to be in touch with the journalists. Be, like, you know, they're all on their phones sure. all the time. So yeah. he's texting. She, he's not wondering who she's texting. No, he doesn't care. So she'll be in touch with the journalist, but she's going to go actually meet him, like get in a car with him. And so she does. And she finally meets the business partner that she's yeah. heard so much about. For the first time, she meets sort of someone else. And we start to see the photographs that these journalists are taking. So we're watching this in real time. It's kind of crazy. And Pernilla's like, she realizes, like she's sitting in the car and she tells us, all of these former feelings that I have that this was my friend it just got erased. I don't think I ever hated a person my entire life until that second when I was sitting in that car and just looking at him. She knows that everything he's saying is just bullshit, but she has to act like she believes it. And she's like, I was overcome with rage, flames on the side of my face. Also, she like loved this guy. Like they yeah. were just friends. But she's like, who am I sitting in the car? Like, who are these people? Right. And it's you know? scary and the, the sense of betrayal. Yeah. So they're they're at the hotel, and of course everyone knows him there, make his favorite dinner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pernilla, like, she's getting angrier and angrier. How many more victims are Can there? Can you imagine an angry Pernilla? I don't want to see it. I don't want to be in the receiving she's end. She's like of a it. scorpion. <laughs> so Pernilla's pissed like how many victims are there and I'm sitting there thinking you know what the hotel doesn't care where the money comes from as long as you pay the bill like they don't give a shit but Pernilla is saying I know what's happening here he's using some other broke woman's money to pay for this food right. she feels bad she's like it's not me it's not Celia yeah. it's somebody else some unknown woman and so there must be victims everywhere is yeah. what she's saying right because they're going everywhere yeah. that's the thing they're traveling everywhere he orders everything on the menu and I feel so bad even sitting there when we're having this dinner because the only thing that goes in my head is who's paying for this dinner? She's like, who the hell is paying for this? But also delicious. Delicious. Yeah. So they leave dinner and investigators are taking all the photos and Simon like spots the photographers. We need to slow down in this moment yeah. because the, the investigative journalist photographers are in like a car park across the street. Yeah. That's what they call um, parking garages in Europe. Oh, okay. It's right. a car park. Okay. They're like on the third level of this like parking structure. Yeah, because the, the photos are sort of being taken from above. Yes. And so they're like, we can sort of hide behind this thing. But like when you're fucking Simon, one of the reasons is why his life can't actually be any fun is because he's always looking over his shoulder literally. Like, not to sound like a really grumpy old person, but get a job, Simon. I know. Because it's, I know. So, it's like being in the mob. It's not fun. You're no. stressed out every All day. All the and time. Your whole life is lying. Imagine keeping track of like, okay, did I, what if you like resend Pernilla the same thing you sent Celia? Totally. Like keeping track exactly. of all the lies is exhausting. Get a job. But also like these journalists do better because yeah. they're taking his picture and he spots them. That could have gotten Pernilla killed. It's like one of those old cameras where the flashlight comes <laughs> off the bulb and it's like, come on, it's really loud There's and like really smoke. bright. Yeah. yeah, and the flashlight comes <laughs> off. And they're like, wait, what? Because he notices Simon looks in our direction and we hide. Simon starts speaking in Hebrew and getting very upset to Avishai. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And they were like, 
there's a camera guy over there. And he started screaming like, get into the car, get into the car. So they all get, he's like, this is it. They're coming to get me, which yeah. is like half true. Pernilla's like, did I get made? Does he know they're here? Because I said this. She has be- no idea. So he's speaking in Hebrew. He's really agitated. She doesn't understand what he's saying. The car pulls up and they're like in this car. Pernilla's with them driving through Munich at 900 miles an hour. And she takes a minute. Yeah. And she takes a breath and she says to herself, it's showtime, girl. <laughs> totally. It, like she really, like a calmness comes over uh-huh. her because she's like, oh my God, is this your enemies? Right. It must be your enemies. Are they after me? Drop me off. She's totally playing the part of like, it must be the enemies. Damn, Simon's like, God damn it, it worked. I know, totally. So they drop her off, thank God. Of course, oh, of course the watch is fake. Yeah. They found out that it, she's like, of course, because nothing about him is real. Yeah. So we're all back in Norway. And Pernilla's like, I want to talk to this son of a bitch myself. But we're in, like, the conference room at the newspaper. Yeah. And we see this conversation in real time. And I guess he didn't call her to check on her after his, quote, enemies were after her. Uh-huh. He just sort of, like, let her go and didn't call to say, oh, my God, are you okay? Yeah, are we surprised that he's not, like, a considerate person? No, but he keeps up the lie. <laughs> I, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she, right now, she's the only one on his side. Can we also say Pernilla's a wreck, but she looks like a million dollars. Always. She's, she's one of those, she just, like, comes <laughs> no. out of the show and throws her hair up and that's how good she looks. I'm like, God. She, she's sitting in the conference room. She's crying. She's been up for five she's days. She's sitting on the floor of the conference room, which is she a total meme incredible. Move. But she calls Simon. He sounds annoyed to hear from her, by the way. Right. She's your ATM right now, Simon. Do a better job. Like, be nicer because she she starts out, she's like, Simon, and she's exhausted. Uh-huh. And she's like, can you just tell me the truth? I told you the truth. No, you, ha- no you haven't told me the truth. Can you give me the entire truth? At least I deserve that. I- I told you the entire truth. I don't understand what is the... Simon, Simon, I lost everything I have. Can you please tell me the truth for once? Like, it's a lie. Pernilla, you have no idea. My enemy is trying to... Simon, 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 listen to me. I know... She's like, bitch, I know you don't have enemies. I know about the women in Finland. I know that you're a scammer who's just going to scam. And the minute she says truthful things, yeah. he starts whining and yelling like a gigantic baby. I know about the other people that you are frauded. You, double crossing, I can tell you right now, you will pay for it for the rest of your life. I am paying for the rest of my life. You took everything I have. She's like, I took out every loan I could possibly take out. I will literally be paying for the rest of my life. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. That's not what I mean. Like, it's bigger than money. And it's like, oh, (laughs) my God. And then, like, the music changes to show us that that's a serious, scary moment. I'm like, I get it, Tinder. I know. We know it's scary. Because we also don't know, like, who is he? Uh What is he? Like, who's Paul, the security guard, or Peter, whatever? Like, we don't know anything. But, like, at this point, I'm like, this guy's such a fucking loser. Like, he's a loser. Without these people, he doesn't have two. I'm not afraid of him. Why is Pernilla afraid? of him because she's been in it longer i've been in it for 45 minutes you know know. (laughs) so the point is they have to make this article as big as possible so that he can't do it again that's the goal right get his face everywhere because everybody on tinder tells us you google everybody you're gonna go out with so his face gonna be ever it's gonna ruin his game forever but part of that is that these women have to admit what happened to them and it's Mm -hmm. humiliating and they're sort of just on display now because they are gonna be like the main part of the story right so like the newspaper warns them look when this story comes out it might not be super simple like, the public is not going to be sympathetic towards you right and we see it like we see the comments they're calling them gold diggers people are laughing at them like Pernilla's what did you- like gold digger would never give out a penny I never understood this how you can blame a victim all I did was just trying to help people I didn't want anyone else to get hurt How am I a gold digger? I gave him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yes. But I mean, I do think that we have to be honest and say that like part of this guy's appeal to these people was his money. Like we can't not acknowledge that. It was a lifestyle that either they were in, Vanilla, or wanted to be in, Celia. And that's the truth. And I think they admit that. Yeah. For sure. And then Celia's like, we did get a lot of support. And I'm like, I know, girl. It's The negative voices are usually the loudest in the room. I understand. (laughs) Isn't that always the way? We have iTunes reviews. I I gotcha. So, but the thing is, the article does exactly what what they want. It goes viral. And it's called the The Tinder Tinder Swindler. Swindler. And best of all, Pernilla and Celia are best friends. I want to go to that party. I know. And they, like, join forces. They're doing press together. Uh And I think it's really nice, as shitty as it is, that they sort of have someone to go through this with. And they were right, because the journalists are contacted by victims all over the world. Yeah. Going back to when this kid was, like, 17 years old. And, 
like he it's not just women looking for love on Tinder. No. Whole families. Yes. Becca, who works for the Obsessed Network, he did this to a whole like crew of rabbis in Brooklyn. How is is Becca a rabbi in Brooklyn? No, she was a tape sinker <laughs> for for an art for an no. interview for like a companion podcast to this. Oh my god, really? For that one interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him on Tinder in 2015. We met up in Copenhagen. We dated for around six months. He met my family and friends. He stayed with us in New York. He said his name was Shimon Yehuda. His name Hayu. was Mordecai His name was Simon Levi. My wife and I hired Simon to babysit our five-year-old son. He was 20 years old at the time. Can you imagine? Yeah. So it's not like, this is what we mean when we learn about things in a very, very small way. Yeah. He did this to, any, and it's like men, women, old, young, family, single yep. people, really anyone could have been a target. Thank God they focus on Pernilla. <laughs> I love and her. Celia. And, <laughs> and Aileen. Oh, we'll get Everyone to Aileen. pull over. We do learn though, like in the end, the journalists learn that he's been reported to the police and is wanted in seven different countries. Do your jobs, cops. And no Please one's looking job. for him. Please like he's traveling internationally with wild abandon. And he's living online? Uh-huh. Do your job. I know. He has an app where he constantly tells you his location. Do your right. job. And the people at Amex like have his picture. Just just do your job. Just, just do, do your job. job. Dude, I, I can't. I'm doing my job. I'm losing my voice doing my job. Can we talk about Aileen, please? Yes, I love Aileen. We're in Prague. I love Aileen. Aileen, when we meet her, when she enters the story, she's dating Simon. When we meet her, she's on a plane at the airport having just left Simon. They've been together for 14 months. 14 months, you guys. I was at the airport in Prague. I had been visiting my boyfriend. While I was waiting for my plane to leave, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw the picture of my boyfriend. I clicked on it. The Tindler Swindler? What the fuck is this? She's like, oh my God, that's my boyfriend. She's like scrolling through her phone, not paying attention to like the safety instructions. Right. She's all, <laughs> do you think the flight attendants get mad? They better, because if I'm in danger because some I know. idiot's not turning on airplane mode, I'm going to be furious. But like when the, when the plane goes down in the rare instance that that happens, I bet the flight attendants are like, well, if you paid attention. We can't talk about that at all. We're too close to me being on a plane. Know, we know. can't talk about it. Okay. So, okay. so Aileen's on a plane. Yeah. She stumbles on this article. Here's just the timeline of what happens. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, that's my boyfriend. She sends it to Simon. Yeah. Sends the link. Simon calls her. She does not answer the phone. Because she sees that the article is about this guy being the Tinder swindler. So what she does is she says, nope, I'm declining that phone call. Yeah. She downloads the article, uh-huh. puts her phone on airplane mode, uh-huh. and leaves Simon on red. It's and amazing. And takes off. They take off into the air. No, For however I was, many hours. Who knows? And I was thinking, like, oh, God, if this were me, like, what if you hadn't downloaded it and you have to spend the rest of the flight trying to get on that fucking shitty airplane Wi-Fi? Like, Ailey knew exactly what she was doing. <laughs> and I love, for like, she didn't even know how true it was, but she, this was all choreographed. And I just love the idea that Simon was sweating bullets. Uh-huh. Waiting for uh-huh. a response from her. How great is Praying that? Praying for that because plane to go down. Because you know going straight to voicemail. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. No service, no nothing. He must have been terrified. I was just going to say, I think Aileen is more together than me. She knows how to download an article, for example. She (laughs) is playing chess. She's not playing checkers. She thinks very, very far ahead. Because she's reading this article on the plane, and she's, like, learning about Pernilla. She's learning about Celia. The thing about this article is that it's linked to all of these the videos from the WhatsApp that they all shared. So, like, she's seeing, he sent that video of him in the ambulance with the guy. To everybody. Everyone got the same video. Yes. I went through my WhatsApp history and I started to compare. He was sending exactly the same words to her as he did to me. Good morning, love. How are you? I love you. I miss you. I want to have babies with you. And she's piecing it together. Not only the same thing they met on Tinder, the five-star hotel, the first uh-huh. date, whatever. But also, like, she goes, I thought he was in a, on a business trip. Nope, he was with Celia. Right. He had a meeting in Munich. No, he was partying with Pernilla. Yeah, she's yeah, now yeah. doing also, the like, not the timeline, but also the map and the timeline yep. of, like, where he supposedly was. Because she's got her WhatsApp connection with him. So, like, she's just putting it all together. And also, this is something that really made me furious. Aileen was attacked. She was, like, viciously attacked on the street. Yes. And when she tells Simon, he's like, oh, my God, that's my enemies. Yep. We see a picture. Her tooth is chipped. Her face is swollen. It's bad. So I'm thinking, wait a second. Did he have somebody do this to her? Did he have her attacked 
to prove that he had enemies or did he just use this horrible experience for his own benefit? Uh-huh. Which one? Is, they're all bad. Yeah. But the fact that like her memory of the, of telling him about that horrible experience was him making it about his enemies totally. is disgusting no matter how you slice and, it. And like Aileen is okay. She's here. She's, she's laughing. She's wonderful. Yeah. She seems like she's doing okay. I gave him $140,000. So much money. Designer clothes, flight tickets for other women, fancy dinners. Now I see my money he spent on basically bullshit. I sent him like 140 grand and he spent my money on bullshit. And yeah. I'm like, her name is Pernilla and her name is Celia. Yeah, so- <laughs> Because she's, like, literally doing the math of when she sent him money. Exactly. And then looking at what he was doing on that day. And, like, videos from Mykonos, videos from the Four Seasons in London. That is a very productive flight. And, like, ultimately, Aileen tells us she gave him $140,000. Yeah. And, of course, Simon's like, this article's fake. All the women were paid by my enemies. Yeah. Like, stop saying the word enemies, you fucking loser. But Aileen isn't falling for this because the article's doing exactly what it was meant to do. Remember, this article has gone viral. So Aileen calls the cops. They say they need time to build a case. She's like, bitch, time is the one thing I don't have. And then she says, He wasn't able to get any women on Tinder anymore because his face was all over Google. So he was hiding in Prague and he had absolutely nowhere else to go besides me. He always told me, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. So she fakes it. She's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to help the cops get this guy, but first, I got to get my motherfucking money back. Because she's like, look, Simon always told me, keep your friends closer and your enemies closer. That's, she's going to play that game. Yeah. So she tells him, you're right. I hate your enemies. He goes, she goes, I even call those women bitches. Which she still apologizes she, like, for every it. time they do she's happy like, hour. sorry for what those bitches are doing. She <laughs> totally know. makes him think that she's on his side texting lovey-dovey things. You know, she's like, like retching even thinking and about it. And what choice does he have but to believe her? He has nowhere to go but her. But he's grateful for 0.2 seconds because he's like, all right, cool. I need money to escape my enemies. So uh-huh. can you sell your car and sell your house? Wait, slow down on that. He wants her to fucking sell her car and sell her. I know. <laughs> can you imagine? She just said, I'm your one friend on uh-huh. earth. I'm the only person. You are viral. Yes. I believe you. Uh-huh. Talk about a red flag. And like, wh- where's that question in Simon's brain? I mean, like, sell your house. And she goes, the asking of the selling of the house was the last straw. Because totally. Eileen's like, <laughs> I was going to swindle the Tindler swindler. Simon only wears designer clothes. He's covered in it. Versace, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Dolce & Gabbana. I work in the luxury fashion industry, so I know his wardrobe is worth a fortune. The Tindler, Tindler Swindler. Swindler. We, you can't be perfect, Aileen. We all did it. Look, it's not her fault. It's named the Tinder Swindler. I it doesn't know. make sense. <laughs> so she, Aileen, now talking to us, she's like, yeah. listen, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. She's in the luxury fashion business. I mean, this is like such good information. So she works in the industry. So he has all designer clothes. Yeah. And it's real designer clothes because Celia paid for it and Pernilla paid for and it. We, whatever. It's like Gucci, Versace, Louis Vuitton, Dolce about. I don't get the designer clothes. I don't get it either, but Aileen sees dollar signs. I, I gotta say like that white shirt with the heart and the Prince hat. That looks cool. But the rest of it, I'm like, take or leave. White is the worst thing to wear. It gets oh, so dirty. Especially if you're me. No. I, I just Can you like... imagine me? No, I'm just saying, like, that is the truth. I can't wear white clothes. Because you spill mustard on it? Because I spill mustard or Cosmo. Oh, yeah. Or why? Because yeah. I spill mustard. My poor shame just, like, beat me in the head. Like, when you grow up poor and then as an adult, you spill, like, mustard on your clothes, you hate yourself. I only said that because isn't that, but like, a true. mustard stain that you can't get out? Like, every time I wear anything. I can't have a sip of water without it spilling all over me. How many times have you seen me? This also has a very big, what, mouth? The other night. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the... My you're pointing water at yourself and you go, this, this has a very big mouth. But this, my water bottle does, it doesn't have it's like true. a, it's just like a big circle or whatever. I don't know what the I'm talking about. The other night, Steve Tipton looked at me and goes, you're kind of a messy eater. Could you work on that? <gasps> Steve, you've told me that story before and it still stings. I know it like hurts. It's the first time. It's true I and it hurts. To pour, I'm just, I thought of something that I know is notoriously hard to get out. It's bad. Don't wear white. Anyway. Oh God. Anyway, she's like, you know what I'll do if you need money? I'll sell your designer clothes. I know how much we can get. Use me. Use totally. my expertise. And again, he makes her go to him to pick up the clothes. I was surprised that he was even into it. I think because it was like the, the last. He knows he's desperate. Yeah, totally. But before she leaves, 
Before I leave Amsterdam, Simon had a credit card delivered to me. It says David Sharon. I take a picture and send it to the police, telling them that Simon is creating a new identity. It's his new identity. Yeah. So she's like, cool card, bro. So she takes a picture of it, <laughs> yeah. sends it to the cops, and she's like, I gotta go swindle this idiot. Here's his new identity. Good luck. Have she fun. She gets on a plane to back to Prague. She, like, drives out to where he's staying, which she says is in the middle of nowhere. Suddenly she's like, this is the dumbest plan. This guy's a known fucking international criminal. He could just murder me the second I get out of the car. Not to mention, she hates him. She has to kiss him alone. It enrages her to this day. Uh-huh. But she's acting the shit out of it, right? Totally. While in Prague, <laughs> Aileen is like, I thought I was gonna go there to get like the Gucci and Versace or whatever uh-huh. but they make a quick detour to a plastic surgeon's office this is unbelievable they go into the plastic surgeon's office and he's like he wanted to change his cheekbones his nose his lips maybe his chin and the plastic surgeon says I'm sorry but I'm not going to do this surgery because only criminals want this He wants a brand new face. Face. And first of all, he says, hey, Doc, I want a brand new face. And he also brings a witness. Like, Aileen can turn on you at any moment. You keep that shit between you and your plastic surgeon. The plastic surgeon goes, what? (laughs) Only I love that he's like, well, your face as it is isn't great, so I understand the work. We'll do some work. (laughs) No question. The whole brand new face (laughs) thing. Totally, totally. Only criminals would do what you're Uh asking me to do. I'm not doing that. Aileen is like biting her tongue. She's like, all I wanted to do was scream, he is a criminal. I know. It's why he's doing it. Also, I I don't know if there's doctor-patient confidentiality with plastic surgery, Yeah. but if you're like, some guy wanted a brand new face, is that anything? Like, are you allowed to tell on him? If you're saying I'm not uh-huh. doing this because of my Hippocratic oath or whatever, like uh-huh. I'm not going to do And I know you're this. probably a fucking criminal. And then you just be quiet about it and go home? I guess that's true. <laughs> but this guy, Simon, can't get his new face, so he throws a temper tantrum. Uh-huh. He's stomping his feet and crying, and <laughs> Aileen goes, he's pathetic. Every time she insults she him, he laughs. Him. She laughs, and it's the greatest. She hates him so, so much. So she's still playing the girlfriend, and she's like, thank God he just wanted to go to bed and he didn't make a move. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, that was making me very nervous for her. So anyway, the morning comes. Morning finally comes. I packed up three massive suitcases. Simon didn't even help me with it. Right before I was leaving, he handed over this letter, and he said, please read it in the plane. I cannot get out of there fast enough. Now, somebody who has traveled this country on tour for this very podcast, yes. I know, like, with suitcases full of merch, yes. I know how fucking heavy those suitcases can be. And he didn't help her. He didn't offer to help She's her. She's dragging it through gravel, which is just like, oh my God. Yeah. He doesn't offer to even, like, help her put it in the fucking... This guy is such a piece of He's shit. such a piece of shit. And it's like, again, like, be nicer to her. She's your only friend right now. I help know. her with the fucking luggage. She's going to do all the, the legwork to get you money. Can you pick up a bag? Granted, she's probably stronger than him. Totally. And like he's doing it wrong and it's just easier to do it herself. I know. (laughs) But like, whatever. And he's like, oh, oh, Uh because he's still in high school. He's like, oh, before you go, I I wrote you a letter to read on the plane. He hands her a fucking piece of loose leaf and it's a marriage proposal. A loose leaf? And she has it with us today. So they do this thing again. Remember when Celia was like hiding under the bed and scared for her life and they're cutting back to images of him and Mykonos? Yes. They do this great thing where she's reading the letter that you could tell he's scared for his life. Yes. And as she's reading, like you hear the voiceover of her reading it, you see her ironing and steaming the clothes she's about to sell. She's about to sell. But also in this marriage proposal, he's also asking her for money. I, always. He's like, I'm worth it. And I'm I like, know. no, you're not. You're oh worth nothing. So she reads the marriage proposal again on Loose Leaf, where he's also asking for money. And by the time she's done with it, she's just like, he's such a piece of shit. She cannot stop laughing at him. And she's telling us all the money she's making selling his shit on him. Because remember. Operation sell, 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 she calls it. And she's like an expert in the field. She knows what all this shit is worth. She's selling his clothing on eBay. And as she's talking about it, she gets a notification on her phone that another piece of his shit just sold. I just got a notification that... I got an offer for one of Simon's items, speaking of the devil. 
Because he's like, where's my money? And she's like, oh, no. I I'm, no sold I'm not making any sales. Uh -huh. The same shit that he does to everyone else. These uh -huh. bullshit lies. Oh, the wire transfer, the this and that. And he's, she's like, oh, no, I just can't do it. Ding, ding, as she's sitting as there talking to us. And she says, like, after a few weeks, he gets it. He understands that she's keeping the money. What happens Ooh. next is so bananas. I give you advice. Choose it. You're disappearing. Nobody can see your messages. I'm not your enemy. I'm not fighting with you. And you will get the worst fucking enemy you have ever seen in your life for you and for your fucking family if you will ever play with me give it today look Eileen I'm sorry about everything I give you the last fucking warning today you want war you will get fucking war you will get fucking war because he knows she's all he has, he's alternating between, like, calling and screaming at her, calling and apologizing, sexy talk, threatening her life, saying she'll pay forever. All actions have reactions. Yeah. Get, we get that line again. These are the messages of a madman. Yes. Like, he is, yes. because he's like, you, stop playing games with me now. Stop it. And I'm like, what a child. Wait, give us more. I want more. You, listen to me. You don't. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, every action has a reaction. I've asked. I love you. I've asked you a thousand times. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Look, you're a bad liar. I'm a good liar. I'll teach you how to lie. Oh, my God. He says. I know. I will teach you how to lie. I know. He is losing it. He is spiraling. He's losing it. He's all over the map. <laughs> and he has no control anymore, and I he can't know. handle it. And then and then he asks her to buy him a lottery ticket. She thinks this is the loseriest thing anyone has She's ever She's like, I thought you were done. a billionaire. Then he's sending her pictures. He's eating out of garbage cans. But it's like a selfie of him eating out of the garbage I can. I know. Like, oh my and God. then he's sleeping at hostels for $12 a night. He's grown this like gross beard. At this moment, I see the real Simon because without other people's money, he was nobody and he's nothing. He even calls himself the homeless king. He's begging her, ask your parents to give me money. Uh -huh. Oh my God, like a uh -huh. selfie of him with like a rotten banana peel in a dumpster <laughs> or whatever. She's like, God. She goes, you're such a drama queen. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm a homeless king. To which Aileen goes, cry me a river. <laughs> cry me a river. river. <laughs> and eventually he's like, I'm going to Athens and I need you to pay for it. And I'm like, oh, excuse me? But it's so crazy because he says he needs a plane ticket. And she responds like, what do you need it for? And he doesn't answer back. And also, I'm sorry, can I just repeat again? He's screaming at Aileen, his only friend in the yeah, world. Yeah. He's saying, like, I will fucking kill you. Yes. Like, I, how there's war. This is yes, war now. Yes. Like, you're unsafe. Every action has a reaction. She's your only friend in the world. And you're <laughs> screaming know. at her and then saying, I gotta go to Athens, so I, I, can you book me the flight, please? Money, please. Money, Thank please. You. Anyway. He's gotta be there for the opening of Pernilla's yacht in yes. Athens. Well, no, he's not allowed to the Athens <laughs> no leg way. of Pernilla's yacht. But so Aileen does this amazing thing where she realizes he asked her for a plane ticket. She responds, and it's not going through. When I text him back, my message wasn't receiving. I just saw one tick. That's when I realized that he was on a flight because Simon is always on his phone. I'm searching for flights from Prague to Athens. I found a flight exactly the same time as he went offline. I took a screenshot of the details and I sent it directly to the police. She's doing this thing where she's like, fuck, he's on the move. This is the chance for the cops to get him. He's flying internationally on a fake passport. Because remember, he's got that name. What is it? David Sharon from the Amex car that was sent to her house. Yes. So she like gets on like fucking Google flights or whatever. Sure. And she's like, she sees that there is a plane leaving from Prague to Athens at the exact moment he went offline. So she knows he's on, like, the fucking detective work. I know, work. because then she sends the flight to the cops, and yeah. she's like, he's flying under the name David Chagall. Go, go, go! <laughs> and leads in charge now. They're like, all right, let's go! So then this fucking killed me. I was hysterical. I know. Then, all of a sudden, bring, she gets a WhatsApp. I got arrested. From, from Simon. From Simon, telling her 
I got arrested. I, I know. died. I know. Can you help me? And I, I just have LOL and gigantic with a ton of L's at the end. And then, but Aileen's like, fuck this dude. And now all the women are texting. They're in the group chat. We got him. Don't we got him. Worry. We got the guy. Interpol got him on the fake passport. The women are so happy. They're thrilled. But the thing about it is that like to the moment that Aileen was doing this interview, Simon didn't know who gave him up. This, He this, didn't know this. how he got busted. And so the, the producer's like, does he know that you gave that information to the police? No. He never believed that I was capable of doing this. He knows now. <laughs> this is the moment I've been quoting in the Facebook group since the day this thing came out. Uh-huh. Because Aileen still all giggles. Yeah, she just <laughs> is laughing the whole time. She's like, well, he knows now. And she takes a beat and she goes, hi, Simon. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Simon. Simon. And she waves. Oh, Aileen. But then, then Pernilla goes, yeah, you know how that dick would always say that, like, every action has a reaction? Uh Uh-huh. Everything that we did did have an effect. We helped at least one person. And we did get him arrested. Maybe not for everything that we wanted, but he did get arrested. Yeah, and they're saying that, like, we might not have gotten him on everything we wanted to get him on. We'll get, you guys, there's 25 fucking minutes of on-screen text. All I did was take screenshots. I was like, I'm not typing that. (laughs) I took screenshots, put it right in the I typed all of it like some dumb idiot. Well, screenshots. Like some dumb, hot, sexy idiot. There you go. (laughs) The next Anna Delvey right here, folks. (laughs) Totally. Because we learn, okay, this is all on-screen text. Yeah. Simon Levive was sentenced to 15 months for the crimes he committed in Israel. So of all the shit that he did wrong, remember back in Israel, he stole those checks and then faked a passport yeah, yeah. and got out of Dodge. That's the only thing he ever fucking got in trouble for. So he was he was sentenced to 15 months, got out after five. Which is infuriating. Infuriating. They say since his release from prison, Simon has launched a website offering business advice for a fee. It doesn't exist anymore. I looked it up. But for $311... <laughs> You can take Simon Levive's business and personal success workshop. He oh is, is not successful in personal affairs no. or business. Then the bodyguard, Peter, yeah. the one who was in the, the ambulance and yeah. this business partner, they were never charged with any illegal activity associated with Simon. The mother of Simon's child denies any wrongdoing. I still have about a zillion questions for her. How, well, where's the 15-part documentary on Simon's mom who we met in the hallway? Remember? <laughs> I haven't seen him, but if you find him, let me know because he owes me money as she's being as she's taking the debt collector's note off of the door with Simon's fucking oh name Oh my on god. It. She had had it. That model that was partying in Mykonos with yep. Pernilla and Simon, they uh, split up Polina when yep. she found out he was cheating on her. Yep. And I'm sure like stealing money also. Yeah, Because for course. him, like one does it, they go hand in hand. We learned Simon has no connection to the Israeli billionaire Levive family or their diamond business. Yeah, and they are suing him now. Oh, are they? Yes, they're suing him. They say Simon currently lives in Israel as a free man. He does not appear to be in financial trouble. And we see all these fucking videos of him driving fancy cars wearing like expensive clothing he seems fine when I first watched this whenever this first came out I went to his Instagram and it was still active as of today it's not oh really and also so before we get to what is going on with him Moore's on screen text says Celia, Pernilla and Aileen are still paying off their debts he's never been charged with defrauding them and it's estimated that he swindled 10 million dollars from people all across the world he's also back on Tinder and his current girlfriend is an Israeli model well, let's hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they asked him to take part in the movie. Uh-huh. He sent them a voice memo threatening to sue. Yeah. LOL again. <laughs> he is not on Instagram anymore, and he's banned from all dating apps. Like oh, he is? Simon and all his known aliases. So Tinder, oh, Match, shit. Plenty of Fish, like all of those yep. things. Grinder, I'm sure. He's, um, <laughs> we, we never wanted him in the scruff, first place. Get the fuck out of here. Scruff, scruff. or whatever the other ones are. Man anyway, hunt. Yeah. Okay, Cupid, if that's still a thing. Totally. Doesn't matter. Um, so he's banned from all that. And, and Tinder, like made an official statement they really wanted us to know that he's not on it anymore oh wow but yeah the real Levi family is suing him and Celia's still on Tinder he's been on Tinder since yes no tons I know everyone's just asking me like Tinder has nothing to do with this like I was on Tinder immediately you're still looking for love I'm still looking for love so (laughs) always and she does not blame Tinder this is not Tinder's fault according to Celia and somewhere Tinder's like oh thank god (laughs) 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 I wonder what... 
I wonder what you have to agree, what the terms and conditions are for those dating apps. Oh, like what God. you have to agree uh-huh. to. Like if this happens on their app, of course. I mean, it's and it's not their right. fault. Oh, yeah. Like me as the person this would happen to can't sue but them. But I just wonder what yeah. the legalese is of uh-huh. like, and so if you get scammed and fly around the world, right. then we're not responsible. <laughs> like how do you even word that That's in a legal fair. way? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know. I don't speak legalese. I'm getting more and more fluent in it, though, however. I am, no, not fluent, conversational. Oh, fam, we did the the Tinder swindler. I know. It's not not great. It is hard. No, not great. You guys, come see us on tour. Chicago, Boston, Seattle, Los Angeles, covering Class Action Park. Yes, that's right. Look, you all know you wanted to be there for Broadway. Don't have the FOMO. Just have FOMO no mo. Come see us on tour. Okay, wow. All right. What else should they do? You can join our Patreon. You can come to Obsess Fest. Oh, my God, Obsess Fest. Join the Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram. There's plenty. There's a lot. There's to lots do. there. Totally. The, to I'm going to slow down on the Patreon. Yeah. 350 at least full ad free bonus least, episodes. Download yeah. Vintage Right the Sack. Yeah. And then we also do, so it's like ad free versions of the episodes on the regular feed and then full series. Yeah. Like your uh, your Puppet Masters. Yep. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. The Lacey Peterson Dog. Murders at Starved Rock. The Vow. Tiger King. All that stuff. Yeah. Lorena. The Jinx Serial Season. Well, remember when we did a podcast? That thing that we insist on calling that Gacy thing on Peacock. Right. You <laughs> don't know what it is, but we just call it that Gacy thing. It too many words. I just call it the thing thing. The you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Back. What are we doing next, girl? Oh, God. Another one. Another guy. Another guy we're going to hate. Oh, God. Not like another episode <laughs> we're doing. I'm thrilled to be here. Pharma bro on Hulu about Martin Shkreli. Oh, is that the guy that was charging yeah. all the money for the AIDS medicine? Yep. Oh, wow. Another piece of shit. Very punchable face. <laughs> real punchable. Kickable. Wow. Yeah, he's real bad. Well, stay tuned for the trailer for that. Our funny and hilarious outtakes. Oh, boy. That's all we got. Cornella, uh, Celia. Call us. Aileen. Yeah. Call us. Please. Give us a call. All of you. Girls, all of you. Ladies. And Simon Stay away. Stay away. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Whether we like it or not, Martin Shkreli has made his way into pop culture. Martin Shkreli. Martin Shkreli. Price gouging pharma bro. Doing what he does best, looking like a real slappable prick. I want to figure out how this guy became the most hated man in America. He bought the rights to a life-saving drug, then hiked the price from $13.50 to $750. That's price gouging. Like, yo, that better make you live for a million years. I can't tell his story unless I get to know him. Bring it on. Even his name, Martin Shkreli, sounds like something Stan Lee would have made up. He knew what he was doing was not illegal because we don't have any laws in our country to stop it. Patients with HIV, pregnant women, people with cancer, to take a drug and make it inaccessible to them seems like the height of all evil. $30,000 for one med? I wonder if you would do anything differently. I probably would have raised the price higher. There's just this childlike quality. He likes to show the world that Martin Shkreli has made it. I bought the most expensive album in the history of mankind. Two million dollars for the Wu-Tang Clan CD. How's the album? 100% none of your business. And it's called the Tindler Swindler. Oh, fuck, I keep doing it myself. It's called the, the Tinder, Tinder Swindler. I think there's a sneeze coming. Do it. Take your time. I don't know what's happening. Okay, I think it's gone. It left. It has no use for me. The investigative journalists are doing an amazing job. No, and- they're not. They're doing a fine job, but they fucked this whole thing up. They fucked this whole thing yeah. up. Let me take that again. No, that was good. I think that was good. No, because I read it wrong. Okay. I read my own notes. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> cannot read. Simon, how do you say his last name? Levive. Good for you. Damn. Write it out phonetically, I tell you every week. (laughs) 